0: Episode 3 of the Multiverse Fancast Before the Dawn. I am your host, Mags, and with me is my co-host, as always, Mr. Ronnie Cash Finchy. Ronnie, how are you tonight? I am well, sir. How are you? You're doing well. How come whenever I intro you, <laughs> you you're so proper, but when you run the show, it's like, what's up? I did not say what's up last time. I said you were like what's up. I said, it was. It's like a hyperbole or a metaphor. I don't know. It's one of those English terms, I think.
1: Yeah, something you're not good at. Something leave, I'm not leave, good leave, at. Leave obviously. the English to me and the other people. Oh, okay. I'll leave
0: English, <laughs> I'll leave English to the English. There Speaking you know. of English, Mr. Henry Cavill. No. <laughs> That's our special guest tonight. Didn't they know? Start doing a, a British accent quick. The Ronnie Cachavinci story. The Ronnie Cachavinci story. <laughs> Do an English accent. As for the Ronnie Cachavinci story. Well, we want to thank you guys for joining us. We have a lot, a lot to go over today. We're going to start off with a little bit of news. We were talking about doing a new segment at the very beginning. Uh, most exciting is not only are we able to be found on the Podbean app, but you can also now find us on the Satchel Podcast app. Just download it from uh, the Google Play or iTunes store and search Multiverse Fancast. You can support the show that way. And the biggest news is our iTunes feed is under review by iTunes, and it should be live before our Batman v Superman episode comes out. So for all of our uh, friends who use iTunes as their primary... uh, source of music and podcasts and videos and all that. We will be on it hopefully within the next couple of days and we'll keep you guys posted on keep that. Keep your
1: fingers crossed. Keep
0: your fingers crossed for us. We're, we're hoping our review goes well. Hopefully they don't actually listen to our show. Yeah, I know, right? I also did put us as family friendly, so uh, you need to put back on your pants.
1: Okay, I'm sorry, guys. Okay, yeah. To, I'm, I'm just disappointed they couldn't see what y- Even what worse is they wear
0: sweatpants. How do you not wear sweatpants?
1: Hey. You're comfortable when you you you're what comfortable. Do what you do sometimes, yeah. yeah.
0: So we do have a little bit of news we want to talk about, otherwise uh, not involving the show. Uh, we had a couple of uh, releases this last week, a couple of yes. trailers, and a couple of shows that we want to just quickly give our thoughts on before we get into the meat of our episode because we do have a lot to talk about. Yeah. So the first is we got a new trailer for X Men Apocalypse. Ronnie, first first thoughts X Men Apocalypse.
1: First thoughts on this. It's making it look like a good movie at first I was a little skeptical but after watching this trailer I'm digging it
0: you're digging it I'm digging it I'm ready to watch see I'm my my challenge to. with the trailer this new trailer was fun and I really enjoyed it but it didn't show us anything we hadn't already seen
1: it gave us a little it bit gave more us a little bit more, more
0: of a, of um Apocalypse oh, yes. and, and seeing him, and they actually yes. showed his face a lot more because I know that when they first that, that first image they released of him where he looked like uh, Ivan Ouse from Power Rangers, <laughs> the fans were pretty upset. Yes. Marvel was like, No, 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 trust us, trust us. And it gets better. The fans never trust uh, anything about their comic book movies before oh, no. it happens. I mean, remember Heath Ledger as the Joker? Oh, yeah. The fans were pretty, were like, No, we don't want Heath Ledger as our Joker. And then suddenly he's, you know, <laughs> the Joker. He's, he's the best Joker. He is the man. All right, so yeah, we're both looking forward to that. We'll definitely do a, an episode when that rolls around. Uh, the next bit of news: we had season two of Daredevil released this past weekend. A week early, it was supposed to yes. come out uh, the the week of Batman v Superman, and I think Marvel, I think they panicked a little bit. They wanted to to get their product out so people would uh, definitely enjoy it. Yeah, but um, I know you're. Not on season two of Daredevil. No, no, yeah. Almost there. Almost there, a couple of episodes, and about halfway through Jessica Jones. Yes. I have finished both Jessica Jones and Daredevil season one, and I'm about halfway through season two. We are gonna do an episode on it probably during the summer hiatus when we don't have as many movies and TV shows out because I have slow. I know we've had a few people request us to do uh, a little Daredevil and Jessica Jones talk, and it's definitely a a big topic because You know, we got Luke Cage coming out and then Iron Fist after, and then a Defenders crossover. It's yeah, huge. we
1: got big stuff
0: coming up. Big stuff. And then the last little teeny tiny tidbit we wanted to talk about was uh, they released the first trailer of Flash and Supergirl, their big crossover. Big race. And also an official synopsis that does say that Barry Allen is from an alternate universe. Yeah. So him and Supergirl are not on the same Earth. Any, any guess to what number she is? Earth? 72 and a half,
1: and three quarters. I, I think. I think nine and 72, and no. seventy-two and three quarters. Seventy-two and three quarters. Oh, that, that can't we, do, we can't, can't, can't do nine and three quarters. I—I say Earth
0: ten because uh, Melissa Benoit, she is a, a, a ten. 10? She is a ten. Yeah. Oh my! Way
1: to be corny. I really um, hope that they
0: do uh, some singing together. They were both on uh, Glee together. Yeah. I don't think they ever interacted on Glee though. If memory serves correct.
1: No, I no. believe he was on a season or two before
0: her. Yeah. If you guys love Supergirl and Flash, like the actors and actresses. Check them out on Glee, because Grant Gustin, he was kind of a jerk on that show. He
1: was, but he had some chops to him.
0: He had some chops, and the, they did a little singing with him on season one of Flash. Yes, And I remember uh, Caitlin Snow, who was a little little intoxicated well, at the yep. time, made mention of uh, how good he was at singing. Yes. So uh, I think we have a couple of uh, reader response, or listener responses to go through, and I think, yes. Ronnie, you got the first one, the first and only one I think we're doing tonight.
1: Yeah, for, um, for the question we asked uh, last week about who, we, who you guys thought Zoom, the man behind the mask was, and there was a couple other questions, but we had uh, one response from our good friend Mike over from uh, the Nerd Vault.
0: I love that name.
1: Yeah, right? The Nerd Vault. It, it's, it's a good name. That was clever. But um, he responded to us regarding the man behind the mask in Flash. Mm. Um, He thinks it's Diggle. Um, that's John Diggle, obviously, not his brother. Um, <laughs> Andy. Yeah. Little Diggle. Yeah, Little Diggle. Little Diggle. Um, yeah, so he thinks it's Diggle because of the fact that uh, the man behind the mask used the military code mm. with the tapping, and if you guys watch the show, which you probably do, you know that Diggle is ex-military. Yes. Um, that's how he got the job yes. as the bodyguard
0: in Season 1. Yeah,
1: and also he stated for the fact that... um. In the King Shark episode, Cisco was talking to Diggle about working on a new mask slash helmet for ah
0: yeah for that's him. right.
1: Um, my only thing with that is the fact that we see the man in the mask before Diggle shows up in the King but Shark see, episode. Be, so
0: it could be Earth Two Diggle. It it could be. Um, you know, it's hard because you don't know where the rest of the character. We well, you know that Earth Two Oliver is dead. Yeah, they,
1: but they ha- I, my thing is, is why is Diggle there? Like, why would Diggle be? Well,
0: you know, you know? Diggle, it, you know, obviously his wife's in Argus. In this, yeah. in this Earth 2, he could be the head of Argus. Who knows? And But what's know, he doing in the same city? Zoom could have taken him. Because he's obviously a prisoner there. And yeah. Zoom could have had a million, you know, he held uh, Jesse there for so long just to coerce Harrison Wells into helping him. Who knows? Diggle, if that is Diggle of Earth 2 behind the mask, he could be uh, a prisoner there to get his wife to be doing something. Who knows? Yeah. So it's a great theory. I really enjoy it. it. It's good and theory. And it's hard to tell the ethnicity of uh, the man yeah. in the mask because he's either so dirty or he's got darker skin. It's, it's yeah. tough to tell and I'd rather keep uh, options open. Even yeah. though I know I have my theory that I went through at nauseam with you guys. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we wanted to thank Mike. You know, We had so yes. many responses. Thank you, Michael but uh, we really wanted to get into the Man of Steel stuff and uh, the Batman v. Superman stuff, so we picked our favorite, uh, but we do appreciate all you guys jumping in and uh, offering your input, because we got some very entertaining responses.
1: Yes. All right, so
0: obviously tonight, my personal most excited episode that I wanted to do is our discussion of Man of Steel. Uh, Mr. Castrovinci over here and I just finished watching it, and uh, we watched it with... uh, His brother, who was seeing it for the first time. This was Ronnie's second time actually seeing it. And this was my... 7,652. And three quarters. Yeah, and three quarters.
1: (laughs) This was my, yeah,
0: maybe like twice I've seen it or in one day. But... um,
1: Twice in the last week,
0: maybe. Yeah, so we each picked a couple of topics that we want to talk about. Uh, do we want to start with likes and dislikes or do we want to go topics first? What um, we, we were talking about this. I
1: mean, we, we could do it. I say. you want to do general likes? I say first topics because of the fact that some of our likes and dislikes kind of. Okay, equivalent yeah. to, the, uh,
0: to the topics. Yeah, that's, that's cool. All right, so uh, my first topic that I wanted to bring up was, and I think you and I agreed on this, was the casting. So Amazing. You can't you can't build a good movie. You know, a good movie needs a good script, a good director, and obviously the cast to make it happen. And uh, we'll start with the man himself, Henry Cavill. Now have you were you familiar I got with- a man Crash. Are you, this is this is gonna happen. You <laughs> have a man all right. uh, I'd, I'd buy him a who drink. Does yeah, who doesn't? Who does he, he it? Seems like a cool guy. Yes. And apparently he's British in real life, so he has that accent. Just so, wanna, so we need some tea and crumpets. Tea, some tea and crumpets. So uh, let's start with Henry Cavill. Now, were you familiar with him at all before Man of Steel? Very little. Very little. I had seen him in uh, years ago in the Count of Monte Cristo, uh, yeah. the remake. He was he played the son, and um, very very tiny role. He's only in it for maybe about twenty minutes of total runtime, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, I recognized him, and then when they cast him, we all went to go see the movie Immortals that he was in, and he yes. played a god, and he was ripped in it. Like, you yeah. see him, he's got, you know, the six-pack, he's in great shape, his American accent is, is pretty good. You know, you can't even tell that he is British, which, for me, that doesn't bother me. You know, like, a lot of people were yeah. up in arms, they're like, Superman should be American, and I said, no, Su- uh, Superman Superman's should be... an alien, so Superman he Superman should be... He should have American values, if yes. anything. But also, you know, Superman was created in a time, the 1920s. Yeah. You know, he's a little dated with with certain things. And I'll be the first to admit it. He is my favorite superhero. Um, but I'm the first to admit that Superman is a, a difficult character to uh, to work with. But, yes, um, he, he can be. Whatever. So Henry Cavill, though, he, he blew it away. Like, he, um, not a lot of range. You know, you do see his anger yeah. at certain times. Um, but the character's very cool and very collected at most times, which... Yeah. When, there are times where he talks, especially to like Lois or the scene in the interrogation room, where yeah. he just speaks with that authority. Yeah. And that's the Superman authority that I like. What about you? What, what are some things about Henry you like? Not on a first name well, basis, he and I.
1: Yeah, right? Obviously. What's there not to like about Mr. Cavill? Mm. I mean, did, his body, first of all. Like He fits that
0: Superman look that yeah, you it's see funny. in the comics. They wanted him to have that kind of heroic v-taper yes and like literally his body goes like a like a Y almost yeah, it's incredible it, like the the physicality he did and you and I were talking about how he requested um, that they do a scene where he you could see his physicality yeah. because he didn't want people to think it was the suit yes you know obviously the suit is definitely molded to him
1: yeah and, and it mean,
0: fits his physique it, it, shows, it shows off more oh, yeah. of his Physical I think actually. while we were watching, when the suit rotated around, I even said, "It's a good thing they fit that to his biceps because those things are like pythons." Yeah, those
1: things are like the size of my head.
0: Yeah, seriously, like you could—he could like crush your head just oh, by yeah. flexing, like just yeah, put yeah. you right there. But um, he definitely has that physicality. You know, the only thing that that bothers me about him as Superman, his hair. <laughs> he, he's got this killer widow's peak. It's even more than in, in, hair. His hair really. No, don't even come on. Me. All right, but like you, you watch his hair, and there are certain times where you can see the the widow's peak that he's got. Yes, and I don't know why, but for some reason, um, I laugh. And we're we're sitting there. I'm just like, <laughs> it, it takes me out of the moment. But then he starts like talking, or he starts doing things, and yeah. um, you know. But uh, so we both are big fans of Henry Cavill. Yes. I think it's safe to say supporting cast. You know, let's start with uh the. Almost his legendary character, Lois Lane. Lois Amy Lane. Adams. Go ahead. Hit me with your thoughts. Hit me with your thoughts. Hit me with your best shot. I, I liked her portrayal.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, she was very fitting for a Lois Lane, I
0: feel like. A very modern Lois yes. Lane. Yes. Not not so much damsel in distress. more no. like, she, she was, gets in the fire. Yeah,
1: she was able to hold her own. I mean, she was able to take what
0: was given to her. Yeah, and she, like, you she know? keeps the plot moving. Yes. You know, a lot of times, in, in a lot of comics, you see Lois as kind of the thing Superman needs to say, but I say thing because that's what she was. Yeah. She had no character arc to her, but in this movie, you know, I like, I liked Margot Robbie back in the day, yeah. but, um, he, she always needed to be saved too. Yeah. You know, but then, uh, we had, uh, Erica Durant on Smallville, and I don't know if you saw Smallville, but they introduced Lois Lane season four, and, she was so perfect. Like mm-hmm. literally that that's my Lois Lane. I grew up with, with Margot uh, Rob what's her name? Margot Robbie, Margot no, Robbie. Margot Kidder. excuse me. Really? I grew up with her and then with the animated show and you know Lois and Clark, we had uh, Terry Hatcher, but uh, Erica Durant was my Lois Lane, and yeah. she still is for a lot of the time. But um and then who who what are some other characters that we want to talk about?
1: Um, I mean we're gonna talk about Zod a little
0: later. We're gonna talk about Zod.
1: Um, I mean, big important characters, there's not really too many. We did like Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne was was awesome, awesome. you know,
0: a lot of people thought it was stunt casting. See, I don't care about ethnic swaps. Same thing when they had uh, Michael B. Jordan as Johnny Storm. Yeah. The movie was terrible, but I had no problem with him even not when they cast all. him, I was like, Okay, cool, he's a fun actor, I like him. Yes. And then we saw him in Creed and like he blew that away, you know, yes. I'm like, Yeah, it's, he's cool, I like him. But then, you know, parents were like, Well, Johnny Storm's white I go, Who cares? If, as long as they get the character right, you know, it's one yes. of those characters that I'm not gonna I get like fanboys getting upset and I can yeah. understand that, but um doesn't that sort of thing doesn't bother me. Not
1: at all. But, alternate um,
0: universes. Alternate universes. <laughs> the multiverse. <laughs> multiverse. Uh, 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 like us on Facebook. Yeah. Yep. Shameless plug. But um, so let's talk. Let's talk Zod then. Zod okay. and, and his army. So most people know Zod from Superman Two. Yes. The come come to me, son of Jarrell. Kneel before <laughs> Zod. And don't get me wrong. He was Terrence Stamp. Like he he was a great Zod. But yes. You look at these Zods, and they're so. Different. Yeah. You know, the Zod of Superman 2, he wanted to just rule. He wanted to be a conqueror. He wanted people to bow to him.
1: Yeah, th- this one was a little bit more, I'm trying to save my kind. Exactly. Uh, I'm not trying to rule this entire Earth and everything. It's just...
0: The, the most defining character moment for him, for me, is... um right as there's going to be spoilers too big spoilers for Man of Steel we should have warned in the beginning but we haven't said anything yet but know,
1: I'm um, sure most of these people most are. of you guys have probably seen oh, Man yes. of Steel
0: but um, there's a scene right after Superman stops the uh, the world engine and sends all the them back to the Phantom Zone where Zod's just kneeling there in total despair. Yes. And the line he says, it's so fresh in our minds, and I have it memorized anyway, but that's not the point. <laughs> he, he says to him, nerd. "Yeah, nerd, big nerd, <laughs> but uh, he says to him something along the lines of, I was born yes. like, to protect Krypton. That is his sole purpose. And he says to Clark, he, he says, my soul is what you've taken from me. Yes. I mean, I thought that was really you powerful. You have killed my people. Like seriously, yep. like Zod, all these Kryptonians were bred for purpose, and Jarell was telling Except them that's for right. one. What? Except for one. Except for one. Yeah, they say that Clark was or Cal, was the first natural birth, a child with the ability to choose. Yes, first um, one in thousands of years. Thousands of years, and you know Zod, Zod was so enthralled with his life that his life's purpose was to protect Krypton. Yes, and save it. Yeah. You know, when we were talking about favorite villains, I talked about Ra's al Ghul who was a great villain because he didn't think he was the villain. Yes. He was his hero. Just like Zod. And Zod was the hero of not, not just his himself, but his people. Z- Zod's a good anti-hero. In his world, yes. yeah. Like it, it's hard to to argue his logic. You know, yeah.
1: obviously he's trying to save his kind.
0: That that's all that really you know? mattered for him and, you know, when the most powerful thing is when he realizes that, that Cal or Superman, whatever you want to call him, he realizes that Superman chose the humans who, let's face it, rejected him. Yeah. But he still chose them over the Kryptonians. And, you know, Zod says, I'm going to kill every single person on this planet just to spite you. Yeah. You know, it, it's pretty powerful stuff. And it's very different than, you know, come to me, son of jor kneel before Zod. Yeah. You know. In Superman 2, it was about revenge. It was about, you know, your dad put us in jail. Yes. We're, we're going to make you pay. I think the last things he says to jor were, uh, one day you'll kneel before me, you and your heirs. He yes. says that to him right before they banish him to the Phantom Zone. So, I think the casting, DC always does great casting. Yeah. You know, Marvel 2, you, you look at the Marvel movies and they're, they're casting flawless. I think you can only really think of one or two questionable Casting choices, yeah. Like Terrence Howard as uh, Roadie jumps to minds, but that was more <laughs> yes. a challenge with the actor, not the casting. Yes, but um, you know, it's it's great to see these these movies, and that's what makes me feel better about both Affleck and Leto. Yes, you know, we we have yes. seen the casting, and we've seen the initial reactions. Yeah. Initial reaction is the initial reactions
1: are really come on, Ben Affleck. You could have been Ben there.
0: Affleck. Apparently, he went online right after the announcement saying he could handle it. He got off the internet in like five ten minutes because it was just like, oh, okay, nobody yeah. really likes me. Yep. All right, so I think the next topic you wanted to, you had a topic you wanted to do next because I just did casting. So, um, well, I, I would love to talk about all the effects that took place. Yes. Do you want to I mean, start with Superman's powers? Because I think that's one of the most effects heavy we're gonna. Yes. We're gonna hit on. Yes. So let, let's break down his powers that we see. Him display. Yes. We have. Where do you want to start? Which one? We have my my favorite, heat vision. Yes, you and I both agree that the heat vision, um, the vein effect. The vein. You see it. Um, and I was thinking about this. We see Zod do heat vision. Yes. And not only does it look painful for both of them, you see Clark wince afterwards. You Mm -hmm. see Zod's literally like screaming and holding his head. Yeah. He wasn't ready for it. Did you notice that their heat visions different? Yes, I did. His was.
1: Zod's is a lot more wider and out of control. Even his eyes though instead yes. of veins like
0: it was almost his like when eyes Su- like literally like you just see these circles yes. around his eyes. It's almost like Clark holds back his heat vision. Yes. You see it like when we were talking about how you don't always see the heat beams. Sometimes yeah. it's just him looking his eyes turn red and then whatever he's looking at just turns red. Yes. But um, yeah I think it, it's it says volumes about their character yeah. that you see Clark kind of holding back and then Zod just, like, yes, Because
1: Zod's got more of the killer mentality.
0: Yes. That's why. And also, do you think it has anything to do with the fact that Clark grew up learning his powers, or...
1: Yeah, or do you think he, he knows it's... how to
0: control them, so he obviously knows
1: how to focus in on one exact object that yeah. he wants to,
0: you know, do damage to, or yeah. anything like that. But, um... All right, so we have heat vision. Let's. You want to do one of the smaller powers that we see first, and then we'll get into some of. The, yeah. Uh, let's do with the the super senses. We see X ray vision, and we see the enhanced hearing. A big. Yes. It's actually a plot point in the movie. Yeah. Uh, Zod, when he gets his helmet knocked off, he gets oh, overwhelmed. overwhelmed. Yes. Uh, what, what are your thoughts of that? Um, I liked it.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, because of the fact that you know, obviously, Zod. It makes it Zod's easier for to get control over everything. Yeah, but it gives Clark it, it, an, an advantage. Yes, but it, you have to you have to show the struggle with it at first before you see the progression.
0: And you also see Zod. You know that warrior mentality. You and I were debating it a little bit before yeah. uh, before we went on air, and we were talking. You know, Zod masters it in in like three seconds. In about three seconds. That's movie time, though. Well, in, yeah. In practical time, I'd say maybe it's maybe the next day, even. But um, and also when he masters it, he's alone in the Arctic. Yeah. So I'm sure like it, it's less overwhelming at that point, and you do see him struggle with it. But yeah. it also shows the mentality between the military disciplines, you know, leader that Zod is, and the farm boy that he sees Clark as.
1: Yeah, I mean, true, but it, it's hard to for to say that he does all that by military. He adapted to every
0: single superpower mm. that Superman has well you see them all kind of adapt really quick you see feora she starts jumping right away yeah it's really the jumping and the strength kind of the natural things that like yeah Those like are if natural. suddenly i woke up stronger yeah. i'd know I'd probably break a few things but yes. then I'd realize how strong i am but I mean the
1: whole flying aspect he'd literally didn't even attempt to fly until the last
0: well you do see him jump you see moon. him jump um yeah so let's talk about flight flight was uh, flights a, a cool power you know it's one of the best scenes is when he Clark actually flies for the first time yes um what do you, anything about the effects do you like the uh the hand to the ground the spinning kind of yes. I liked it for the first shot and then I liked it when Zod did it but I still don't understand why his glove was floating there yeah I, gravity yeah obviously I, I don't know i guess you know they want to show that kryptonians create like a field that yeah. maybe like an energy field around them it's it's su- flight right. superman's power has been constantly changed yeah so it, it's hard to keep track of how he actually flies but um the flight's cool the sonic booms you and i were both yes. uh we were both like he <laughs> look, on sonic boom oh there's um, another one there's another anything one. about uh when you see superman flying you see the the trails like the the coattails to him yes. It, any thoughts on that? Does that bother you? I know some fans were kind of like, well, he doesn't have wings. How is he making smoky effects that follow? I always just I, thought it was the air or clouds that he was pulling behind him. You know, it, I. it's hard.
1: I mean, some shots you could say it's clouds. Some shots it's obviously clear skies. There's flying through the canyon so there's no clouds. Or yeah, anything but you don't that. always see but, the,
0: the coattails with it. I don't know. It's, it's hard. Sometimes yeah. he has them. Other times he doesn't. But, I, I don't
1: um, know. It could just be... Who
0: knows? Just from the
1: cape fla- could, flapping around. It also it could be just know? a
0: creative choice on the part of the directors. They want yeah. to make the flight look more. I don't want to say powerful. It's just more aesthetically pleasing.
1: Yeah, I, don't know. But, I think um, I think they might show it when he speeds
0: up. Yeah, it was also I think fun. That's what it is. It was fun to see that Clark had the advantage of flying. He used it too a lot. Yes. Um, every fight scene. Every fight scene, he was using flight, flight. effectively, almost yes. offensively. Um, Wh- whenever he was
1: getting his. But kicked, he flew right into whoever it may be, and
0: that balanced out the fight again. It gave him the advantage against all these heavily trained soldiers. He's fighting nothing but soldiers. Like, this is his first fight. Yeah. This is day one Superman in a a world where he was not allowed to use his powers. This is the first time he's ever really kind of allowed to strut his stuff, and he has to do it against an army of trained soldiers. It's tough. And he held his own. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about uh, Super Speed. We don't see it very often, except when he's flying. But then we see Feora use it. Uh, yeah. For those of you guys who don't know, Feyora is the female general. He and her have a great fight scene. She yes. has. She's very good at monologuing. Yes. She does that whole thing she's about uh, if very history's right. true, uh, proven anything, is that evolution always wins? Yeah. You know. She's And she's dedicated to the cause, too, which even makes her more dangerous. But she does this great scene. And I think your brother was even like, oh, that was really cool. Yeah. Where she moves at super speed, but it's very jagged. It's straight line, straight line, straight line. Yes. So when I think of him having super speed, it's more like somebody who's just running faster than they expected. Yeah. And there's no control to it, like the Flash. Like, the Flash, I feel like everything probably slows down.
1: With uh, the effects with the... Super speed, it's almost like teleporting. Mm. Like, with Flash, you actually seeing the blur and seeing but the him. But, see, that's that's creative choices. Yes. That's not the point of the, uh, but the director. But with, with the super speed in Man of Steel, it looks more like teleportation because you see him here, you see a little streak, but then there's this big gap in between point A and point Like, a it's too fast eight. for us to comprehend. Yes.
0: But you only see it in that one scene. Yeah. I don't know if that's just a, a choice on the director, but... um. All right, so let's talk um, invulnerability and super strength. Now, we get to see a lot of displays of of both. Yes. Um, They kind of limit the Kryptonians and how much they can take in this. You see them get hurt by heavy caliber guns, Mm -hmm. and you see them... um,
1: I think that just might be more of an adjustment that they had to make. Yeah, like they can handle this.
0: They also want to make it so that they're not gods. Yeah. You know, you see them get hit by regular bullets and... um, from the helicopter, you see Clark's head go back, you see them obviously try and dodge it, yeah. um, and then the missile takes out Feora. Fior- she, gets, she gets knocked out yeah. by how powerful the, the missile is. So it, it's nice to see them with limits, but at the same time, too powerful um, to, you know, I guess, I'm trying to think the best way to describe it.
1: It's um, nice to see how
0: powerful they are, but they can, they can be stopped they, yeah, by... Yes, so you, you can see slight weaknesses in um, that. Then- But, uh, so yeah, that was cool. Uh, the super strength, it's, it was fun to see, you know, there was the guy who tried to push Clark and bounced right off. Yeah. Um, you see they're able to lift pretty heavy things. Like, Clark holds up the oil rig, you know, it's hard for him, and he passes out from it, so there are limits to how strong they are, but, um, it's also fun to see when they hit each other, you saw sonic booms, like you saw the the air effect. Not enough to, to shatter things, but... Enough that like it had repercussions, and we're going to talk about that when we talk about the ending.
1: Yes. So um. The dreaded ending of the movie.
0: Do you want to get into that now? Because I really think we, we kind of hit my, my main topics. Yeah. Or do you want to do likes and dislikes first?
1: Um. Well, for me, most of the likes we've we talked, talked about, about yeah. it. It all has to do with the casting, the you know the effects and everything like that. Well,
0: then you know what? Um, I'll do. Uh, I'll do my biggest dislike. My biggest dislike was um, omissions from the script. Okay. I feel like the script was the weakest part of the entire movie. Yes. There are certain scenes, and I even pointed out what we were saying there. They play very fast and loose with with Clark's identity. And we were talking about this. The reason Superman's Clark Kent disguise works is because nobody thinks Superman has a disguise. Yes. In this movie, everybody's kind of aware that there's this alien – who's been living on earth for 33 years as a civilian. Mm -hmm. So that means they know he has a name. He has an adoptive family probably, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You know, the reason that people don't know that Clark Kent is Superman is because they don't think Superman has an identity. Like, why would he want to (laughs) hide?
1: And we find out in two seconds that there's a handful of people that do.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's really weird. And we were talking about this and this is just a fun little, little fun real life story. Apparently, Henry Cavill, uh, very recently, I think a week or two ago, he dressed up in a Superman t-shirt in Times Square and walked around. Nobody noticed him.
1: I, I wish he was there when I was down in the Yeah, seriously. You and week. I would be like... I-, <gasps> I was there like, what? Almost a week ago. I was there on Sunday. It's so funny. Imagine. If I saw him, I'd probably... Like I said, you said, no one would sent me a picture. I, I would have right? been
0: probably the only one, and everyone would have been crazy. Yeah, it just shows that people, people crazy. only see what they want to see. Yeah. So you know, we can. Get, I think maybe after Batman v Superman, we'll talk about the the Clark Kent disguise because you really only see it the last scene. Yeah, where he that, puts on the glasses. And, that I'm
1: not happy about.
0: That you only see Clark Kent at the last second, or that, and the fact
1: that no one knows his identity for a while. He's already working at the Daily Planet. Oh yeah, you and you I know, did have this we, discussion. We have this discussion about the fact well, that th- Lois Lane knows within, what, five, ten minutes but of the see, movie, see, this and
0: it really takes her, in the comics, a lot longer. See, this is where you and I actually split, and I'm, I'm usually a comic purist. I like that they got rid of the Superman-Clark Kent-Lois Lane love triangle. In the comics, it was years of Clark yeah. Kent pining for Lois Lane, who's in love with Superman. And then they, in the comics, they eventually made it so Clark Kent and Lois Lane got together yeah. and then he revealed it. But I think that it shows volumes of Lois's intelligence in this universe that she figured it out.
1: Yeah. But she things, was able
0: to, it shows what kind of reporter but, she is. Uh,
1: bec- because of that, that's what led into everyone knowing that Superman has a secret identity. I wouldn't even
0: say that. I think Zod's broadcast allowed the government to figure out that they're... Is an alien that was living on the Earth? Because I mean, yeah, she leaked the story about it, yeah. but there was no mention of Clark's actual name. And once she found out who Clark really was, she dropped the story. And even Perry White was like, "Whoa, just like that."
1: Yeah, but then That's uh, not you? who'd she leak it to? He came. He went out the
0: the internet reporter. Yeah, he went out before Zod's broadcast. No, he, Didn't he? released the story yeah. of her getting rescued.
1: Oh, I thought he
0: and then okay. yes. after Zod's message, he went online going, yeah, Loisland knows who he is. yeah And then, I liked even better, she did not, um, give into it, and she kept a secret. So, you want to jump into the ending?
1: Yes, let's, that's the major dislike, I'm sure for, It is the biggest fan contention. 95% of the people that, have seen this.
0: Every review I've ever read about Man of Steel, praises the casting, praises, um, the visual effects, but then, are split on A the level of destruction and this is your spoiler warning again just in case guys the death of general zod yeah all right initial reactions level of destruction we'll go with first a lot more destruction than you're used to seeing in a superhero it, movie w- yes or would I you mean, even say for a superman movie
1: i would say for both but for both. especially for i would say especially for a super Man, movie. Because we
0: hold him to a slightly higher standard. I think
1: he's not one to, you know, allow such allow destruction and
0: killing and all this
1: stuff. You know, all all stuff that goes along with it.
0: I know that my, you and I were talking about this. This is Superman Day One. They literally give him the name in the last forty minutes of the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, he is not an experienced Superman. I feel like if this was a Superman who had been Superman for a year the level of destruction would be minimal or slightly less. We do see during the Battle of Smallville, and I pointed this out while we were watching, he grabs Faora and tries to get out of the city. You see him grab her and try and fly away, and then Nan, I think is uh, the big guy. Yes. He jumps and grabs him and pulls him back down. So he does try and pull the fight out, but then obviously you have the big battle with Zod. And the destruction of Metropolis from the world engine... Which isn't Superman's fault. He's like, I can't be in two places at once. I need to stop the world engine because otherwise the world engine will just keep changing the planet. We need to destroy that first, then send them back to the Phantom Zone. So, like, they lay out this plan, and Superman has trouble doing it, you know, because the world engine's creating Krypton. Um, Then finally, we have the big confrontation Metropolis is half destroyed. Now, we both said that the movie could have ended with all of them getting sent back to the Phantom Zone. But I'm going to tell you, if they had ended that movie without an actual confrontation between Superman and Zod, like obviously we get my favorite scene where he is threatening <laughs> Martha Kent. He flies in and yes. you see the human side of, of Superman. And he's just like pounding him. He's like, you think you could frighten my mother or threaten my mother, whatever yeah. he says, and it's just a great moment. But if there had not been a fight between Zod and Superman, I think the fans would have been more upset.
1: Yeah, yeah. True, but not true. Mm. I mean, obviously you Zod is the main villain. You want to see the confrontation. But it could have ended there without the confrontation. I mean, you would have
0: still had Zod on Earth though. But which... then, see, this is going to lead to my justification of Zod's death. What would you have done with him? This is a world where, yeah, the Suicide Squad's apparently been active and there are prisons designed to hold them. But there is nothing prepared for a Kryptonian. There, it's true. Mean, I, well. if, if Zod had been left on Earth to his own devices, there's, he, Zod literally says to him, I'm going to kill every person on this planet. Superman begs him to stop like yeah. begs him cuz the
1: only thing that can hold kryptonians we see in supergirl but that's not created
0: yet yeah that's it's that's a, Super... a different universe exactly. yeah. 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 yeah i mean this is so this is a brand new so that's the only thing we know about and i do love how in this movie they bring up the themes of when people find out what you're what you can do it's going to change everything everything on our views on the world on the universe on our own personal philosophies religion like they they really touch base and i like that because you see the Marvel movies, and the Marvel movies are great fun. But you the, seeing the ramifications of a giant green monster and gods <laughs> from the sky, yeah, you know, like you, sh- I love seeing that sort of thing. And um, they bring it up in Man of Steel, and it, it's ballsy, and it's it's very aggressive and very proactive of them to kind of talk about, yeah, superheroes fight, and we want to see cool fight scenes, but we also want to see the human. And that's what makes Superman a relatable character. You know, in Superman Returns, they try to make him a relatable character by making him an illegitimate father. Yeah. (laughs) Deadbeat dad. And a stalker. You know, it's hard to write for Superman, but I I think that they did better with this. Um, And we're going to talk a little bit more about it when we get to Batman v Superman, about Superman's character progression. Because Batman v Superman takes place two years later. But, um, so, thoughts on Zod's death. Now, obviously, they have a great fight scene. There's a spot in the middle where Zod, you know, he's like, I have been, I was born to be a warrior, trained my entire life. Where did you train? On a farm. Yeah. And it just shows his, like, distaste for him. And he's... He, it's almost like him showing off, like, this is how much better I am than you. Yes. When he rips off the armor and flies for the first time. But, um... So, they have their big fight. Great fight. Um, we can go on for hours about just the fighting alone. About yeah. how even <laughs> Superman was able to defeat Zod... But uh, let's talk about the infamous next step. So, Zod's about to kill an entire family, women, children, and he literally tells Superman, I'm never going to stop. I'm going to kill every person on this planet and yeah. make you watch. Yeah, so, I mean, that, that does
1: justify the killing of Zod, mm-hmm. but that's not who Superman is.
0: Well, let's... Superman's not really one to kill I think people have the Christopher Reeves version of Superman locked in their mind. But let's let's rewind a little bit. A, Christopher Reeves killed Zod. That Superman turned Zod human first, which made him not a threat anymore, shattered his hands, threw him into an endless chasm, and smiled the whole time. Yes. Nobody said anything. And then Lois Lane knocks out uh, the chick in that movie and kills her. And then the other, the big guy who doesn't talk of that, he tries to fly at Superman. Superman makes no effort to save him. He watches him die. None of the fans had a problem with that. Yeah. In the comic books, Superman killed a General Zod from another universe who literally was going to kill everybody on that planet. So he subjects them to kryptonite poisoning, a slow and painful death. Batman's killed in the comics. Superman's killed in the comics. Do they do it often? No. No. In more recent years, do they kind of have rules Yes, you know. Obviously, the Nolan Batman was famous for the the no guns, no killing rule. Yes, except for Ra's al Ghul. I still justify. I still <laughs> say he killed Ra's al Ghul. Or he's. Yeah. It, it's like he goes. What does he say? Uh, I don't have to kill you, but I don't have to save you. Yeah, that's the equivalent of I'm going to take my crayons and go home now. <laughs> but so you you have a problem with Zod's death? Um. Do you just is it a character thing or?
1: It's not really a character thing so much, but um, I just don't like it because of the fact that um, it's, like you said, it's not really who he is, so it has to relate to character. But for the fact that, I mean, it's hard to tell, but it's a justifiable death that Superman does kill Zod. Because of the fact that he's trying to save a whole family, let alone the whole earth, because he does say that he's trying to, um, he'll kill the whole earth, all the people on earth. So, it, it's really hard to disagree, agree. It's one of those okay. that you could be on both sides, you can't really be in the middle. But, I mean, it, to his, his own, if you like it, you like it. Some people in, like the fact that he did. Snap his
0: neck. Which uh, actually was brought up on our Facebook comments. One of my friends, my friend Nino, who I've known for years and years, he brought up the fact that, you know, people think that Kryptonians can only die from kryptonite, but you see when he snaps Zod's neck, you see that sonic boom effect, the same that when they hit each other. So obviously, a being with strength enough to hurt a Kryptonian can kill a Kryptonian. Yes. They're not invincible, and it's... It adds a little uh, mythology to um, the uh, the Kryptonians in this universe, but um, I think I wouldn't have I would have had a problem with it if there was no reaction from Superman. You see him afterwards; he is distraught. He, yes. Like he is, you know. At first, he's just like standing there panting, and he drops to his knees, and the scream he lets out is it, it's like haunting. And then when he holds Lois Lane, and he's just—it was almost in tears. Yeah, I mean, the, the only thing that's going to justify it for me completely, right now, I'm like ninety-five percent okay with it, is if they bring it up in Man of Steel where he says something along the lines of, "I will never kill again." Yeah, I mean, what, what I want to know is, like I said, there's nothing
1: to keep a Kry- Kryptonian. In a jail or whatever. There's no no
0: vaults like there isn't. There's no supermax
1: like there is in the comics. But I mean, could he have just sent him back to
0: the Phantom Zone? He couldn't have because the reason they were able to send him to the Phantom Zone was because they collided the two Phantom drives. That's what created the singularity. Those drives are now gone. There is nothing left on Earth. There might be something in this in the old scout ship that Superman had as his fortress, Mm -hmm. and then it was you know used by Zod, Uh, but for all Superman knows and for all the audience knows and the evidence kind of points to it, there's no way to reopen the Phantom Zone. Yeah. So, I think, um, killing Zod, while I don't necessarily think it was 100% perfect, it was what needed to be done. And unfortunately, Superman had to make the hard choice. And as long as there's a discussion in regards to it, I'm gonna, I'm okay with it. Um, and as long as they don't, you know, have him kill again, you know, they, they show him one of the Batman V Superman trailers where he says to Batman, he says, stay down. If I wanted it, you'd be Be dead dead already.
1: Yes. I I think they'll bring up the whole killing of Zod. yeah. Yeah.
0: Of Zod and so, so I think that's really all the thoughts we had on Man of Steel. Um, scale of one to five, what would you give it as a movie, as a movie, as a movie. I would probably give it about a four. I I teeter between four and four and a half just because I'm I'm biased because obviously I'm a big Superman fan and I thought that Henry Cavill really did justice to the role and that was the big draw for me. So let's jump into our Batman v Superman discussion because now we're at minute 42. But... (laughs) (laughs) So... Let's start off with what's one of your first expectations for, um, for Batman v Superman?
1: Um... I, I would have to say that the visual effects visual. are going to be probably one of if not the best we have seen from any superhero movie, movie yeah, any or even movie. movie period. Oh yeah, because um, I mean
0: we talked about it. The Man of Steel had great effects. Yes, you know the transition shots from the CGI to the to the actual actor were flawless. Yes, um, there are a couple of spots here and there where you can tell it's not. You know, really the actors doing it. Yeah,
1: but, I mean, you you learn from your mistakes.
0: Mm. Alright, for me, I want to see, first and foremost, and we've seen in a lot of the trailers, ramifications from Man of Steel. You see Superman's being called in front of the Senate. You see the people of Earth are divided on whether or not Superman should be on our planet as our savior. And obviously, Bruce Wayne, who you find out, I guess, is there during the Battle of uh, Metropolis you see his opinion on Kryptonians in general and then specifically Superman where he, he, I think the line is, you know, if there's even a 1% chance that he's our enemy, we have to take it as an absolute certainty. Yeah. So I want to see that this is, it's not a direct sequel, but it has to tie into this grander story of Superman and the bigger stakes for this world.
1: Yeah, I'm sure we will see it in the first, quarter of the movie I think that'll be a really, big play for both um,
0: Superman's character yes. and for Bruce Wayne
1: because obviously that sets up the whole Batman vs. Superman for the fact that Bruce Wayne not necessarily Batman but Bruce Wayne wants Superman off the
0: planet yes I, I agree um, so that's my first one what about you any other uh, expectations that we'll jump into we um, a couple more the script the script, yes. The story has to make sense. Yes,
1: I don't want it just to be. I'm Bruce Wayne. I don't like Batman. I want uh, Bruce B- Wayne doesn't man. like Batman. i shut up. Ah, uh, you got it. I yep. 40th loop. Um, yeah. Sweatpants. Let's go. Yep. Yeah. All right. Sweatpants. Yes, pants, I. I pants.
0: There has to be actual reasoning for yes. this story to happen. You know, obviously, as fans, we want to see Batman... And, we want to see Batman and Superman fight. Yeah. You know? No, any fan will I don't lie. just want to be like... There has to be a like lie. He
1: poked me too hard. Yeah, seriously.
0: So he know. took my planet. Yeah, right? Stupid head. <laughs> I want to see that there's a reason. And whether it's... I want to see Superman do
1: something. Not necessarily to Batman, but... Provide a reason, but
0: provide Batman—not re- Bruce Wayne, but Batman—a reason, a reason. Yeah, I want to see that. I want to see their differing opinions on on crime being yeah. like a starting point. But personally, I want Lex Luthor to be the master manipulator. We've seen him in some of the trailers, and I'm going to talk about that with one of my topics. But um, that I want there's something to be going on in the background that causes this. Yeah, that um, that o- almost too smart for Batman and Superman to catch yeah. right away.
1: I mean, like you you brought up the whole. Uh their thoughts on crime and everything like mm-hmm. that. They're very
0: different philosophies. They, they,
1: they are. I mean, Batman is more the vigilante. He goes after the criminals while Superman more
0: goes after the... He, he's there to inspire.
1: Yeah, he's there yeah. to
0: inspire other people disa- to do big it. Disaster. Big disasters. So you'll see yes. him... Like you see him catching the rocket that's exploding. Yeah. Um, You know, seeing him carrying people from floods and fires. And it's funny you bring up Batman's crime-fighting philosophy because that actually jumps into my next topic. Do you mind? Let's do it. Hit me. I want to see a mentally destroyed and broken Bruce Wayne. You know, they say that this Bruce Wayne was Batman for years, 20 years even, and he's in retirement right now. And and Superman and the events of Man of Steel bring him out of it. I'm sure they'll do some sort of flashback. I feel like to yeah. Why they did think. show in one of the trailers a flashback of yes. Martha and uh, Thomas Wayne, you know, getting killed famously in the comics, and you know, most people know Batman's story. But uh, I want to see a Batman that's broken. He's seen a lot of things. He's lost yes. a lot of things, and I want to see him be so brutal to criminals. Yeah, because a lot of people are they're used to the Christian Bale Batman, and in all honesty, we didn't see him take on street villains. Like, we didn't see him stop muggings or stop, you know, grocery store robberies. Yeah. We saw him fighting the big battles, which, you know, that's cool because it shows how important a regular man can be. But it doesn't show his detective. It doesn't show his his intelligence. It doesn't show that, in all honesty, he wants to stop what happened to him from happening to another person. Yeah. So, we see in one of the trailers, he actually brands a criminal with with the bat symbol. Yeah. Which, um it's dark it's it's ve- and we see his fighting style in the in the last trailer which was my personal favorite trailer mm-hmm. um he's putting people into comas and and breaking backs and like yeah. he, he's rough like you and I'm okay with that
1: I, I am too as long as they play it off to how he got to be that Batman so yeah because let's, um if you look back his mm. job to, you know as in air, air quotes, quotes, air quotes <laughs> his job in air quotes was just to stop the criminals and, and kind of got like, caught up and then a, go oh here you go you know Gotham PD yeah here, just leave the them criminal, hanging in there I mean? down yeah like but if they're going to put it where he's putting people in comas and all this stuff i want them to show why he's doing that well, give in, in a reason
0: in The Dark Knight Returns, the graphic novel, we talked about it in a, uh, a couple of episodes ago, and it's big inspiration for, for this movie, there's this great scene where these cops come up on Batman after he's come out of retirement, and the older veteran cop is like, don't go in there. Yeah. Batman's in there. You just let him do his thing. <laughs> like, he understands, and he respects Batman for it, but he, the kid is like, you paralyzed that guy. And Batman goes, he's young. He'll walk again, but he won't ever forget what happened to him. Yeah. I want to see that Batman. We're we're kind of we've gotten a tame Batman over the years. Yeah. Um, I want to see a Batman that inspires fear, like people are like the most. I think the most powerful Batman moment we ever got was when he um, he's holding Maroni, I think it was, off the side of the building in the yes. Dark Knight, and he goes from one professional to another, if you're going you know, to intimidate somebody, pick a higher ledge, fall from here, won't kill me. And he goes, I'm counting on mm-hmm. it And he drops him, yeah. shatters both his legs. And I remember the entire audience goes, ooh. Yeah. When that That's the Batman I want to see, that dark, and because with Superman, it contrasts so well, and it makes more sense for them.
1: Yeah. It, I'm hoping for the same thing. As long as they play it off, where they show
0: us how he got to be
1: that kind of Batman.
0: And we don't that's need a training. We don't things. need a training montage. We don't no, need to no, see no. him
1: learning. We need to see... Just like a quick flashback or whatever it may be to be like, you know, during his retirement, this is what happened to make him be more brutal. So it's funny you say that because that
0: actually, I swear you looked at my list before we started. Mind Um, reading. Easter eggs. I want to see references to Batman's worlds.
1: Oh, oh! I thought you were Easter eggs. No, I, no, I, no! I know it's I like, was like candy no. in them. I no, no, decide. no! Candy with the oh, Easter eggs. Oh, not these uh, like Easter those eggs? are
0: the things in movies. Uh, oh, yeah. okay, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we see the Robin suit or the Robin memorial in yeah. the Batcave, which you know is a big topic of fan debate. Whether it's Jason Todd, uh, whether the vandalism is fresh or if it's you know from the original suit. Um, Do you think we will see Jason Robin? Todd or or whoever the I Robin is? I'd love at least references to, uh, preferably Dick Grayson, mm-hmm. and then to Jason Todd. We don't need to see Tim Drake yet. The, the most uh, the previous Robin before Damian Wayne, uh, for those who are comic book aficionados like me, um, I'd love to see a reference to Dick Grayson, and I think Jason Todd should be the reason he retired. The death of Jason Todd. Mm-hmm. Jared Leto has posted a couple of things that imply that he killed that his Joker killed Jason Todd. Yes. Um, so I'd be, you know, you were talking, you want to see Batman's past. I want to see, you know, a couple of flashbacks where it shows, you know, Batman dealing with Jason Todd's death yeah. or, and that's what makes him so brutal
1: because yeah. he
0: let the Joker live. You know, that's a big thing in the comics where I think he, the Joker actually died once and Batman resuscitated him. Yeah. It's it's like it's it's a very interesting dynamic for Batman and the Joker, and I think Jason Todd when he comes back as the Red Hood in the comics, he even brings up he's like, you know, I'm not mad at you for not saving me. I'm mad at you for not avenging me. Yeah. So I think um, Easter eggs to Batman's universe because it's pre existing will be a lot of fun. Yeah. Any other I'm topics sorry. that you want to jump in on before I do my last one because I only have one more for
1: this. Um, my thing I want to know is. Um... Do we think there's going to be another villain? Obviously, we've seen Doomsday. We've seen Doomsday in the trailers, or at least what
0: we, we think, think is Doomsday. Yes. Could be... You know, they could be could pulling be the wool over our eyes. Yeah. Um, we do saw... We, there's a Dark Side reference with the yeah. Omega symbol in one of the trailers, and obviously Lex Luthor, but... Um, do you think we'll see all those... All these
1: villains in it? Or do you think it's just going to be I think one big one? Obviously, Lex Luthor's in it. I feel like Doomsday's going to be...
0: In the second act of the movie. If there's a three-act movie, I want to see him at the very end of the second act. And he's the unifying force for the the Trinity. Because obviously we see all three of them together. Uh, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. They obviously team up. Which I love how all the fans were like, you spoiled the movie. I'm like, have you read a comic book? It always starts off with that. Watch Avengers. They all (laughs) fight in the beginning. Yeah. You know, Iron Man fights Thor. Thor then fights Hulk. Thor's busy. Yeah. but they all fight each other. They all are at odds, and then they unify against a, a big threat. That's how everything goes. Yeah, and if they're going to reveal a villain who it's okay to reveal, it's Doomsday. He has no character. <laughs> Seriously. There's, it's not like I'm going to watch this movie and be like, wow, they really nailed Doomsday character. They know his roars. They oh were on
1: point. God, on point. I want to I know who did that. The so way he turned to
0: everything. his left. Oh, man.
1: I like the way he turned to his left more than the way he turned to his right. Seriously, like his right was so broken.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's a little shaky. It's a little shaky, but uh, yeah, I think that there's going to be Lex Luthor manipulating everything. And I think there's going to be one thing at the very end that we are not ready for yet. That we don't know yet. It
1: it will leave it
0: off for a Justice League movie. Next movie, wank wank. Yeah, they're going to have something that, that sets it up for Justice League. But uh, the last topic I want to bring up because I know we're running a little bit longer than we usually do because we had a lot to talk about. Um, I want to see the casting choices were perfect, especially yes. Ben Affleck, who we have a little bit more faith in. And then yes. my my least favorite or my weaker link, Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg. I love um, Jesse Eisenberg. They released a clip of him recently. It's more of the him talking to Superman on the roof about you know we seen in the show black and blue, yeah. day versus night, God against man, that whole exchange and you kind of see his more sinister look but that that second trailer comes out and he's just like buzz yeah and literally even i think clark ken rolled his eyes at that one i i, I like that though because just Only like everyone else, has, yes, you know, has, yeah, everyone, everyone else has a secret identity yes yeah everyone like. else has a secret
1: identity so that could be his you know his little you know oh his uh, persona yeah his persona you know it's the whole look at me you know i'm just a nice sweet innocent man that's doesn't want any trouble with anybody, but meanwhile, then behind, the scenes, then behind the
0: closed doors, he's, he's really you know
1: the evil scientist. Yeah,
0: I want to see his motivations for for starting this fight because I, I do think he's going to start the fight. Do you think we'll see those motivations? Though? I, I don't think know if we will. I think we will because we see him in scenes with that senator. We yeah. see him interact obviously with Lois Lane. You know, he does that. Gr- he has two great lines in the trailers that I, I can talk about ad nauseum. The one where uh, she calls him psychotic. Yes. And he goes, that's a three-syllable word for any thought, too big for little minds. And he's just like this little forehead bop to her. But uh, the line that, that made me feel better was when he says, it looks like he's talking to Superman. And he says, if man won't kill God, the devil will do it. And that's a great lesson. To oh, yeah. Him. And he delivers it really well. But um, so, yeah, I think uh, the most important thing we have to talk about quick is um, who's going to win, Ronnie?
1: You know, we've talked about this off-air quite a few times. What? Right? Surprise. Um, I don't... My opinion is there won't be a clear-cut winner. Okay. Um, okay. Because obviously we all know they end up teaming up.
0: Yeah.
1: So I, I think that we will see multiple um, altercations. Okay. Between Superman and Batman, and I think it's going to come down to Batman learning how to defeat Superman. Okay. Um, Because, as we all know, Bruce Wayne slash Batman is very intelligent. In the comics, he's genius. Yeah.
0: Like, PhDs, the whole nine. Well-trained in multiple in everything yeah escapeology psychology
1: multiple martial arts self defenses all that stuff so I think he will be able to pick up what he needs to do to defeat Superman Hmm. but when it comes down to it I don't think he actually will
0: defeat him okay so here's my theory and uh, I think you and I have discussed it I think that there are going to be two major altercations between Batman and Superman. Um, The first, Superman is going to literally wipe the floor with Batman without breaking a sweat. Like, Batman's going to try and Superman's going to be like, are you serious? You see that scene with uh, the Batmobile trying to run, he tries to run Superman down. And it bounces off him and he's just like, dude, Bat's dead. And then it does the whole do you bleed line, which I still love. It's such a great line. Um, I think that's going to be their first real interaction. And then, I feel that, even though I'm a Superman fan, I'll be the first one to say, it. I think Batman's going to win the second fight. Yeah. And I think it's going to be pure strategy and Superman's reluctance to mm-hmm. kill him. I, I, Yeah, I think there's going to be more
1: than two, though. I feel like it's going to be one of those trial and errors. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Superman will wipe the floor with him the first one. Second one, it'll be closer, but Superman still going to win. And that third one, Batman's going to be right there, like... I could kill you right now, type of thing. Well, in the
0: comics, Or completely
1: destroy you, but I'm not going
0: to because of the fact that together we have to defeat this, this villain. This villain. In the comics, in the Dark Knight Rises, and spoilers for this, um, Batman beats Superman with with help, and you know Superman's uh, a little vulnerable at the time, but um, you know they he wins, and the best line is and they even quoted it at Comic Con when uh they announced the movie, they said, um Bruce Wayne says to Superman he goes, I want you to remember in your most private moments that I'm the one who beat you. Yes. And it's just such a great moment in the comics. So yeah, those are our thoughts. We'd love to kind of hear what some of you guys have to say about it. Um, We got a couple of uh responses with uh on Facebook, so I'm just gonna kinda pull those up really quick. Um, I know my, my friend Kelly over at the uh, FT podcast, make sure you guys check them out if you guys like uh, nerdy culture and all that sort of stuff. She simply said, Batman. There is no <laughs> no logic to it. Uh, just Batman. And then Ronnie's response, of course, was, no, I'm going to win. Obviously. Yeah. My friend Mike jokingly said, uh, Bizarro, but I I don't know if he's joking. I'd be uh, curious to see Bizarro. I feel like that'd yeah. be a Lex Luthor creation. In the oh, movie. yeah. Definitely. That was actually a theory running around that, that Bizarro's actually fighting Bizarro. Uh, Batman in most of this. So um, we want to know what your theories are, what you expect for Batman v. Superman, Dawn of Justice, what you guys want to see, what are some Easter eggs you guys would like, uh, and who you think is going to win. Yes. So I think we have uh, one more thing to do. Is is it emails? Are we on emails? Yes. All right. So we got an email from one of... um, one of our listeners, and we've known him for years and years and years. Uh, he's a big fan. He and I talk comics all the time. Whenever I see him, uh, he's actually the parent of one of our students. We have students, yes. by the way. I hope you guys know that. It's it's uh, a little Who scary. Who are just as into this stuff as we are. They they I think they're the biggest reason we started this. Yes. I know that one of the big reasons I wanted to start a podcast was because parents were asking me all the time: "Is this movie okay? Is this comic book okay? Etc. Etc." Yeah, et so I thought this was be got that a lot and. Yeah, that they, they
1: always come to you or me or both of us and ask for our movie reviews mm. about not just superhero movies, but any movie in particular. We're like, oh, yeah. it's, it's we're, big... we're, we're the big reviewers for that. Because we're
0: always going to movies and doing exactly. stuff like that. So this is a letter, um, an email. It's a little lengthy, so I'm going to kind of... Just touch base on certain things yeah. from our good friend Rob Loalbo or Mr. Loalbo. Oh, yes. If you're a Carmel – I think Carmel High School student. I think. He's no, right. Brewster. Brewster. He Brewster. Teaches at Brewster High School. That's right. Don't worry, Mr. Loalbo. I got your back. He's got your back and uh, we want to thank you and your wife who also participates in all yes. of our conversations <laughs> and our friend Timmy. We're going to give Timmy's review of uh, Man of Steel first, I think. So yes. I asked – Timmy's seven <laughs> years old. So I asked Timmy. I go, Timmy, did you like Man of Steel? And he said, yeah. And I go, did you dislike anything about it? He's like, well – I think there should be less talking, more, more smashing. smashing. So it's funny, you know, the adults of. The, Best of the, review. Yeah, of the, the adults of uh, the movie were like, no, no, we, we needed less destruction. But the kids were like, yay, kill it with fire!
1: <laughs> Do all the destruction! Shoot heat beams again!
0: <laughs> so, uh, from our friend Mr. Loalbo, Albo, the things that he liked about Man of Steel first was uh, A, he loved the casting. He mentions Henry Cavill's amazing chin, which I think I mentioned during what we were watching. Yep. I was like, his chin's perfect. That nice little jawline he's got. And how earnest he is made him um, kind of forget the performances of Christopher Reeve. And then Brandon Routh. Um, it was, he was an Brandon unknown. Brandon Routh? Brandon Routh was Superman. What? Come on. Easy. He, It'd he, be nice. <laughs> Just he was a great Superman in a terrible Superman movie. Um, he also <laughs> did agree. enjoy that he was an unknown actor and that he also enjoyed Michael Shannon because Michael Shannon. I'm a big fan of Michael Shannon. Yeah. I see him on a few things now, and he's he always kind of brings his A game. Uh, the suit we didn't even talk about the suit. The we new didn't. Super you Man know, suit. I
1: did want to talk about it. It did escape my mind, but um, perfect.
0: It really is. It it took away the red underwear, which I don't mind. Mm. It added some nuances, like he's got like the bracelet uh, things on his arms yeah. and a couple little. Nuances. I just
1: you know. The cape though, capes the cape was, was perfect. No
0: capes. No capes. Am I right, Incredibles fans? Yeah, all those Incredibles fans. When that movie, that sequel comes out, we're gonna be yeah. If uh, it is, it is officially yeah. announced. Uh, not announced. rushing into a romance. The lowest lane relationship stuff was kept at a minimum, which make made an already overstepped film feel a little looser. And there's more time for romance, and we've seen a little in the Batman Superman trailers. Yes. Um, what he didn't like the grimness of everything, and we talked about that. Yeah. It's kind of got a it's got a much darker tone. Um, you know, you can see it also from his previous one of his previous films, uh, uh, Watchmen, which was great, yes. uh, a good movie visually, but uh, a too long and b and he talks about it. Um, they uh, put a lot oh, of that. it's very strict to the comics. Yes. So there's not a whole lot of leeway with it. But uh, they also were trying to stuff too much in between Krypton, the Clark's, his becoming Superman, losing his father. Yeah, there, Lane. there was a lot of you know plot lines, and there there's definitely you know yeah. a lot going on in Swifty. It's very it, it's one of those. Stacked. It's okay to have it,
1: like. I- 3, 4, but decide like 17. Yeah, and then
0: he also relates that we hope that and Superman doesn't do the same challenge because then we're going to end up with another uh, Spider-Man 3. And we all <laughs> love Spider-Man 3. We're going to do a... Like I think burning should, passion. I think we should do a, a Spider-Man before Civil War comes out. Maybe a Spider-Man Ooh, movie. Would that be That'd be fun. Yeah, maybe Spoiler. Spider-Man's spoiler. in it. Spider-Man's in it. Didn't we talk about the Civil War trailer already? We did. We did talk uh, about that. Uh, forcing grandiose themes. All right. Or grandois. grandio. Grandiose, To his his own. To each his own. <laughs> to, to the French their own. Uh, the Marvel Universe slowly introduced these ideas they didn't rush in, which started with a billionaire jetting around in his invention then moved to a fish-out-of-water <laughs> scenario with Thor. Um, I, I can see that. Um, yeah. But I, as you and I talked about, we liked kind of the, the philosophical questions, brought up yeah. the religious questions. Um, was it a little much sometimes? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, I think that with Superman, you got to go bigger in terms of scale. Um, what he hopes to see in Batman versus Superman, emotional stakes. Um, he mentions the movie Sucker Punch, which had amazing visuals, which yes. we talked about, but, uh, all the action taking place in the fantasy world of the main character's head. There was nothing at stake and no one to care for. So, Very true. you know, I liked how in Batman or in uh, Man of Steel, we cared about Clark Kent. We saw the, uh, we saw the turmoil he had with, uh, one of his, his adoptive fathers saying, yeah. no, you can't. You have to hide this and part of you. And then his and biological the father who was like, no, you need to you yes. need to be the light for humans. And then Martha Kent going, you do what you want to do. Yeah. Son. Just be happy. <laughs> so that happy medium. We've seen a little bit of it, but um, I want to see a little bit more with uh, Especially Batman. I want to see kind of his emotional stakes. Fun. Man of Steel may have been engaging, but it lacks fun. All right. Yes. We'll, yes. Uh, <laughs> there are certain parts of that movie that I laugh at. I didn't like the language choices. You and I talked about this. Yes. There's a scene with uh, the, the neighborhood bully, and he uses some very colorful language. And I get that the kids talk that way nowadays, and you and I are both guilty. You way more than me. Well, I'm using, an angel. I'm an, using, don't listen to him. Yeah, you use quite the angelic language sometimes, my friends. <laughs> yeah, but tassels. But um, <laughs> You love those tassels, don't I, you? Shush. But anyway... Um, yeah I agree there's a couple of scenes in Man of Steel that make me chuckle like you know Carol Ferris at the end going I think he's kind of hot we <laughs> yeah. all kind of laughed at that one but yeah there are there are not a lot of fun to be having with no, those it's movies it's I think they take themselves serious. a little serious um, I want to see you know obviously we saw in the Batman vs. Superman trailer though when Wonder Woman appears so like yeah. is she with you? I thought, I thought, she, thought was she was with you. you That that's a great little moment between yes. Batman and Superman I kind of want to see a little bit more fun with them and then obviously he's going to be dating Lois Lane in this so kind of yeah. a little bit more with that uh let's see stylized action pieces so he Ooh. he states that he doesn't really remember the fight scenes and while I agree the shaky cam sometimes made it hard to yeah. tell what was going on especially with he fights Zod um you just remember who he was fighting you know re- there's really nothing that really stands out that much there are a couple of scenes that for us stand out I think uh the heat vision when he's fighting yeah. the two of them when they got him pinned and he fires heat vision it's really your first time seeing him fire it yeah. um I think the dialogue with Zod made the fight more memorable. But I agree. Like, it's hard to... The the scale of the battle is so big. But we're going to see this new movie where we're going to see Batman and Superman go at it. So uh, the action is going to be even more smart. I think you even brought that up. that You wanted to see the proper action and visuals. Um, Let's see. And then the last thing was fan service without too much faithfulness. Now, he mentions Watchmen. We talked about Watchmen. Watchmen was great fan service, but it was too... Held the to the comics. Yes. Like, they literally pulled scenes directly from the comics, which is good, but can hold you back. Yeah, you, you kind of got
1: to... You you have to adapt. You could take stuff from the novel comic book. Which you but should, But still yeah. make it your own.
0: Like, um, there's a, a... The famous scene from The Dark Knight Returns of the cover is yes. him jumping with the lightning behind him. You see it in this trailer. It's similar. It's right before... You see the heat beams hit Batman, and he jumps out of the, he grapples out yes. of the way. You see him stop on that wall, and the lightning behind him. It's homage. Homage is good. I like homage. Pay pay tribute to the comics. Yeah, Pull obvious. things from you it, but to. that's why if this movie plays out exactly like The Dark Knight Returns, I think it might suffer. Yeah, but then again, the fans also want it. Like I said, th- this movie to me
1: is going to be a hit or miss. There won't be an in between. Not at all. No,
0: people are either going to love it or they're going to hate it and I hope that people love it because this yeah. is if this movie doesn't work DC Universe is is in trouble oh yeah because Man of Steel you and I loved it It split down the middle you know but if you ask somebody about Iron Man which started the Marvel Universe everybody loves Iron Man oh yeah but it also shows that you don't need big fight scenes. You just need good character. Character, yes. Because yeah, there's character, only one fight scene, and the fight scene's probably the most and casting. Yeah, oh, casting. Robert Downey Jr. is yes. perfection. But um, we also want to know what you guys think. So we posed a question about um, what you guys want for Batman vs Superman. Uh, I think we're kind of past Man of Steel. We want to hear yeah. uh, more thoughts about what you guys expect. Um, how about a, a fun comic question for uh, for all of our fans? What's your favorite superhero fight? ooh I think um, it could be from the movies, from TV. I'm also asking that because in Daredevil Season 2, you have Daredevil and Punisher. And they yeah. their fights aren't just physical. It's a lot of um, philosophical questioning that they have with each other, which is great. And I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Yes. But uh, we want to hear from you guys. So how, how can people reach us? We have a couple of ways nowadays. Yeah, no,
1: we're, we're starting to pick up. Diversify? Yeah. Get, we're getting some um, steam,
0: guys. Things are, are crazy. We're so yes. happy and, sub- and Thank glad Thank you all yourself.
1: so much. Yes, yeah, seriously. Um, so you guys are the best. But to uh, any comments or any uh, questions you guys have for us. Or any topics um, you want us yes. to bring up. We want to hear. Um, to answer the questions about uh, who you would like to see that we haven't seen in Batman vs. Superman. Oh, yeah, that's fun. We got Flash and Aquaman
0: running around, hopefully. Um,
1: Wonder Woman. Answer that. Answer our question about what you expect for the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can reach us at and answer all those questions either on Facebook, message us at the Multiverse Fancast. That actually has the thud. in it. Yes, that does. That has the thud. Look us up on Facebook. Uh, uh, make sure email. you like and uh, share it too. Yes. You could email us at multiversefancast at gmail dot mm-hmm. Um you can listen to us on Podbean. You could also leave comments on Podbean also. Oh really? Yes.
0: Oh god, be nice guys.
1: Yes, please. Um and then also Satchel app.
0: Not too familiar with, but I'm sure there's probably a comments thing on that also. Satchel is uh in its beta right now, yes. we we're lucky enough to uh to be included in that, so it's a great player for those of you yes. guys on the go. And obviously iTunes when we get iTunes up, we'd love for you guys to uh like, subscribe. Uh, leave comments leave star reviews you know obviously we, uh, we're we brand new so be gentle yes um, we're trying to create a, a higher quality podcast for you guys and the only way to do that is if we get um, shared True. with other people yes so uh, all your love is appreciated we promise we actually do appreciate it very yes. much but uh, I think we'll, our next episode are we going to be doing uh, I think we have a couple of new episodes of Flash and Arrow and uh, I think Legends this week and Supergirl so we have, uh, and what? And then we have the big. Yeah, we have the, the big, big one. Big. Yeah. So big, I think big. We, you might even get uh, two episodes, maybe one episode on uh, yeah, we'll, we'll this just, week's upcoming yeah. shows. And um, maybe we'll have that out for you guys on... On um, an then opening night. It's Thursday. Yes, we are going to be seeing Batman vs. Superman on Thursday the 24th. Yes. Um, I know I already have plans to see it a second and third time. So. Oh yeah, me I, too. I think I um, at least 3 for this. I think maybe after our second showing we'll we'll sit down yeah. uh, and um we'll we'll kind of do a very thorough discussion yes. and um maybe we'll do a non-spoiler review and then a spoiler review or maybe break the show up in halves. We'll, we'll we'll have to break it up. Maybe I like the like first half hour we'll do spo- yeah. non-spoilers so you guys have a chance to kind of hear our thoughts and what we you know liked and didn't like and then maybe the second half will be spoiler filled. Yes. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. I know this is uh, a little bit longer. Please let us know if if our podcasts are getting too long or too short, and uh, be nice about it because <laughs> uh, we had a lot to talk about. Because obviously, this is the beginning of DC's big, uh, big universal. Run. Yeah, they're they're kind of hitting the ground running. Yeah. So we're uh, we're very excited to uh, to get to be a part of it and get to get, you, uh, get to join you guys with it. You know, it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, as always, I'm Paul. And I'm Ronnie. And we'll see you guys in a flash.